0: How do you lead an organization and the people in it? My name is Desi Maynard and I've been doing both of these for over 15 years. Now it's time for me to give back and help leaders across the country. In this podcast, I share the lessons that I've learned from competing at the highest of levels in sports and small business. Buckle up, it's time to lead. If you'd like to see a condensed version of what I'm talking about here in this podcast, just go ahead and follow me on LinkedIn at Desi Maynard. And if there's anyone that you think we should be connected with, tag them in one of my posts and we'll share it. I appreciate you all. Now let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Desi here with the Lead Podcast. Today I have my good friend Casey Meyer from Lakes Electric with us today. Going to drop some leadership knowledge. He is in the trenches every day working with his team, grew this company. Uh, Well, we're going to learn a little bit about that, about how he grew it. Uh, But wanted to invite Casey on today. You guys can definitely learn something from him. And he's also a pretty fun guy to hang out with. Plus, he's a Lions fan. So there's that. (laughs) You know, so there's the hopeless romantic piece there that I'm sure we'll get into.
1: The the Um, blessing curse.
0: You got it. So, Casey, welcome. Thank you for coming on the podcast with us. Excited to learn a little bit about you today and what you got for us in terms of being in the trenches, growing a business, being an active owner-operator of a Mm -hmm. business. Tell us a little bit about your business. How you got started. What's your team like? All that good stuff.
1: Yeah. So uh, Lakes Electric kind of self-explanatory to a degree. We're an electrical contracting business. Um, I started uh, back in 2018, April 17, 2017 or er, 18s, er, and uh, yeah, it was one of those. I I've been in the trade since 94. Um, okay. And it was one of those things where I had a business in Grand Rapids before I moved to the east side for like four years from 11 to 15. Moved down to the east side, had no intentions of starting a business again. Uh, Just wanted to work for someone because Mm -hmm. owning a business can be tough, right? Absolutely. Lots of rewards, (laughs) lots of struggles. Um, So as things went on, uh, got to a point where I was like, honestly, I had, you know, different business philosophy than the place I worked at. and Mm -hmm. So just got to a point, talked to the wife. I said, listen, if I, if I work 24 hours a week out in the field, we can make ends meet. Things will work. Yep. So I bought a van, quit my job, hopped in the van and started working. And that's really how it started. So it was just me in a van. And within, within a month, I had hired an apprentice and, uh, things just kind of grew from there. And now now, coming up on my five-year anniversary, I am a company of eight technicians with uh, three office staff.
0: Nice. So, let's, di- let's dig into that for a minute because I know there's a lot of people out there that, you know, are working for the man, let's call mm-hmm. it, quote-unquote, right? Um, what is it that kind of helped you jump off the ledge there. Like, because I, I have I have a similar story, you know, with teaching, mm-hmm. I eventually just kind of jumped, um, you know, mine was sounds like mine was for a little bit different reasons than yours. But I think I think everyone's got a different story. But dig into that just for a minute. What gave you the, the gumption, the courage to know, like, I can make this work, I want to run it on my own. I want to be the owner versus I want to be on somebody else's truck, following someone else's vision.
1: So for me, um I, I don't know. It was, it was a couple of things. One thing being an electrician and being in the trade, it's very safe and secure. Mm. Meaning if I fell flat, I could go at any point and get another job with the man again, if I needed to. So okay. I knew that yeah. this was kind of a low risk jump. Yeah. With, An unbelievable ceiling. Now that ceiling, I had no intentions of being where I am today. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why I am where I am. Mm -hmm. I didn't have this grandiose vision that I was trying to accomplish. Stuck just kind of happened. You know, you do Mm -hmm. your thing. You're (laughs) the infamous. Be a good person, right? Yeah. Let that let that come into your business, and it's just it's going to work.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we we go into business, you know, at first we got to make ends meet, Mm -hmm. but once you do that, you're like, you know what? I I think it's just about helping people.
1: Yeah. And then when you can really
0: dig into that, it's pretty fun.
1: There's a lot of pride and responsibility in the fact that having employees, my number one goal is to make sure they work 40 hours a week. Mm, Nice. The second goal Is when I hire someone, and I tell everyone that comes in this office, and we have an interview. When I hire someone, I know it's not realistic, but my intention is for them to retire at Lakes Electric. Okay. I I've worked in other companies that they get busy, they hire people in, the job falls, you know, the job gets done, they don't have something on the horizon. Let me just cut people. That's
0: not who I am or who I want to be. So why is that one of a piece of your vision? Why is that one of your goals? What what does does that mean so much to you that you're the place that people retire from and uh, start with?
1: Right. Um. Don't know. I just I feel. I just feel like as a good human being, like that's what we're called to do is help other people. Mm-hmm. I have the ability as an employer. To hire people and make their lives better and that's Absolutely. a great responsibility and a like yeah it's a great honor honestly to mm-hmm. be able to do that yeah and i i love the fact that my guys and gals like coming to work mm-hmm. like they look forward to going to work and for me i mean that's like i said that's a little feather in the cap
0: yeah you know and one thing that i've been on lately is you know happy people tend to perform better Mm-hmm. which means the business tends to perform better, which means clients and customers are happier, which yep. is like a win-win-win situation, right? Yep. Uh, all because of people enjoy themselves doing what they're good at, mm-hmm. you know, and you we, we keep them there and give them the culture they need. So, so you started touching on, you know, I, I did, I'm nowhere near where, um, you know, you're astounded to where you are. So I guess dig into a minute, what are some of your current goals what does the future look like? And then I think more importantly, um, how do you develop the vision, the mission, the the goals? What are your strategies to kind of make those things happen? So I said like four questions there, but right. I wanted to <laughs> so, tee no, off. But I, I will I will
1: try to <laughs> I will try to pull that apart. Um so honestly, like one of the things that is uh i i don't know exactly how to say that's different about me Mm -hmm. is when it comes to trades people there is a significant amount of people that they just want to work and that's okay Mm -hmm. like yeah you know um they just want to punch a clock and and they don't necessarily want to get into the business end of it um for me uh it it kind of i mean this whole thing just kind of blew up in transition so I think the number one key thing is that as I grew, I knew that I had to put people in place that could take my weaknesses, right? Mm, Yeah. Like at admin, uh, (laughs) when I first, right, when I first hired on an admin person, I was like, this is just, excuse the expression, but dead weight. Mm, Like, like I'm paying them a salary and they're producing nothing. Yeah. quite the opposite is true. So, yeah, I agree with you, yeah. being being in the trades and the mindset of you work to produce income it was hard for me to grasp what an admin could do for me oh yeah now i have two admins so can- right
0: it's and- it's insane i think so many people out there are like yeah but like scheduling like i can do that and it's like mm-hmm. once you start growing Yep. And, you know, and, and you're not working as much in the business of oh, that logistics and operations and scheduling and yep. invoicing and all of that stuff is that's like the mountain that piled mm-hmm. on top of me that, you know, my personality already was not good at. Right. right? I wanted to be talking to people, um, yep. but it's it's so invaluable. It just it keeps the whole thing humming. Yeah. It, re- it I was, really, it really does.
1: Yeah. When I was three people, I could manage it. I could handle it. Right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't fun, but I could do it now. It's actually fun to get a text message from someone. And I simply forward it to my admin team. And I say, can you please follow up on this? Right. Yeah. Like Out of my hands. So I don't have to worry about it. Um, so so that has been a huge part of growing and part of where my vision is in the, in the immediate future. So we're five five years in. Mm. I've never done a budget. I just nope. fly by the seat of my pants, right? Yep. Yeah, you're because not alone, I'm sure. Then, yeah, income in, income out. Well, now I'm to the point that my wife is like, you need to have a budget, which, by the way, she's my marketing uh, director. But she's like, you need to start working on a budget.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: like, okay. Um, so, so we're working in, through that process. We actually got numbers laid out nice. and now we're able to look ahead and be like, okay, well we can be this, this, and this. So our immediate mm-hmm. goal is, uh, to hire a project manager, which I haven't had before, Nice. but with, okay. eight, with eight technicians out in the field and working with 20 plus builders, just to give you an example, last year we did 455 projects. Oh, so wow when you break that down, right? Some of them are service calls. Some of them are big projects. Yeah. Uh, When you break that down, it's like two and a half a day. It's crazy. It's mind boggling. Right. Right. Yeah. So to manage all that, I need a project manager that can buffer me between my builders and my employees so that they got someone to go to Mm -hmm. and it's not bogging me down during the day for stuff I got to do. So that's our And then to get another lead electrician and another apprentice. That's my goal for this year.
0: So
1: expand by three.
0: Expand by three people. Yep. Which is going to take probably, you know, top line to X number. And like the three Mm -hmm. people will help you produce even more. Type Mm -hmm. And also, you know, you get to add three people to the team that can retire at Lakes Electric.
1: That's right. You got it.
0: See, look at that, that smile perks yep. out. You can tell that's what thats what <laughs> means the most to you. Yep. So dig into me for a minute. The, you know, you start talking about the structure of your team. So dig in for a minute on how you lead that crew, how you lead the company in the people perspective, right? Like who reports to you? How does that work type of a yep. deal? What do you guys do there?
1: Well, and right now that flow is not ideal right mm-hmm. um
0: why so, we're growing we're yes. growing
1: <laughs> so so as it, i mean as it grows as a business owner as someone who has hatched this business mm-hmm. it is hard to relinquish some of those tasks so but yet, hard but yet you have to right yeah yep. so there are certain things that i have gotten rid of but i am the master electrician of the company so gotcha. when the guy when the guy is in the field have a question, they're going to ask me. I don't mm-hmm. have an admin person that they can call and say, "Hey, you know, Mrs. McGillicuddy has this going on. What do I do?" <laughs> yeah, Ed, yeah, right. Yep, so, yeah. So, so that is the purpose of getting that project manager that they can call that person and be able to to handle that. So my my flow right now is everything funnels through me. It is not it is not an ideal setup, and mm-hmm. we recognize that, and we're working on changing that.
0: Gotcha. So that project manager, you're wanting probably to be also a master.
1: Doesn't have to be a master. Um but, I mean, honestly, that's it. It's a great it's a great thing to have and I shouldn't I shouldn't minimalize it, but yeah. it's you know, it's the fact that uh, I I need someone with experience, someone that's been okay doing yeah. electrical work for eight for ten years, you know, that's seen a lot of different things. Right. Um I, I also realized that to a certain degree, I'm a unicorn and part of part of business. The reason yeah. that I got to be a business owner is because I'm a little bit of a unicorn. Mm-hmm. And so I've, as I've grown, I've also had to take that step that it's okay that not all my employees are at my level. And it yeah. took me a little bit to get to that point. I would get frustrated. Yeah. Like, how do you not know this? Yeah, Or, you know, or how do you not know how to address this and mm-hmm. getting to that point of understanding that, just because they're not at the same level doesn't mean that they are not good electricians. They right. need a little guidance. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I love that though, because we use the term around here, a, a rainbow colored unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause there is the, the entrepreneurs out there who started, you know, one guy in a truck, one girl in a truck and, and whatever, you know, but had the drive and it's just innate. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I can't not, do that you're right and that's that's the the kind of entrepreneurs out there that are that are killing it, that have grown like you have in the first five years of business when you know seven out of ten businesses die in the first three years of business. Yep. You know, and, and so on and so forth. So we use the same concept around here of like, yeah, I think they're like a rainbow-colored unicorn. <laughs> um, so you know, maybe that's gonna be the the tagline on the podcast. Right. Be, a, be a rainbow-colored unicorn. <laughs> so I guess let's let's dig into that for a minute. What's it take to be a rainbow? Colored unicorn in terms of being the owner operator who went into business because they were good at a thing mm-hmm. now they're leading a the company of 10 to 15 looking to get 50 up to 15 people mm-hmm. right and take it to who knows where um you know but I, i'm guessing you're not done yet uh, so growth is probably the only option um so what's your what's your superpower there
1: what's my superpower um what is my that's a great
0: question I, I you know what I've found too because I've had people ask me this, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what I, I and I stumble just like you are mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I, I don't know other than in my head there's no other option like yeah. it's just go yeah and I uh, like I win because I like winning right <laughs> and I play because I play I play hard. it's like how I was raised it's I, it's the foundation that has been innate in me. So I'm, 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 I'm guessing something similar. Yeah. And
1: it's, I mean, I think to a certain degree, it's casting a vision, right? Mm. Like being able to have a vision of what you want and understanding that I myself am not able to accomplish that on my own, that I need to surround myself with the right people, with the right teammates, with the right Mm -hmm. electricians. And, you know, my, uh, admin staff and this project manager like these are key elements to make the, I'm, it, Lakes Electric a success you know it's it's one of those things like as we're moving forward too originally I had almost like a realtor business card My my face was on it That mm, had yeah. a name on it right yeah yeah and and then as I grew I realized that Lakes Electric is not Casey Meyer Mm-hmm. lakes electric is this whole team and um as a matter of fact my signature on my email for when i do books and stuff is senior estimator i don't even have president or anything like that <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah i go look at projects and and give people estimates and they're like so um so who runs the company and i'm like i can't disclose that information you know <laughs>
0: i love it i love right? it you're so, like i don't know i just work here yeah. but that I mean, is great so
1: yeah, so coming full circle, I I think it's being able to have a vision and understanding that you need people to help implement it instead of being the king and do it all. Yeah. Right? Yeah, not, being, uh, not being self-absorbed to that point that you think, this is my vision, this is how I'm going to do it, and allowing that vision to get tweaked by those strong people that you put in your company.
0: Yeah, So so good. And I think... So many, so many out there who are solopreneurs, but they've got a big dream. They got a big mission. They've got it. You know, they want to start a movement. They got, they want to do something that is bigger than them. And they're like, man, I don't, you know, I'm just trying to make the bills meet. Right. I'm just trying to, but that drive, you know, that ability to dream it, to see it in -hmm. the future and then go, you know what, you know, I like this electrical thing, but the thing that I really like is helping people. Mm -hmm. so how can I make this electrical thing way bigger than me in a truck right you know and it's just the hard work I mean it's the dedication it's the drive it's all of those things that you've done that you've put into the point now where it's satisfying for you to be like I don't know I just work here yeah (laughs) you know and you're proud of that which is awesome (laughs) and on the back end
1: of that something that I don't know that I've ever shared with you or whatever but so this year in particular The first week of April, for 10 days, I am going with my brother, who is also an electrician in Grand Rapids. The two of Mm -hmm. us are going down to Ecuador, and we're doing a mission trip to wire uh, executive director's house that works on a refugee.
0: Awesome. So cool.
1: And then I come back on Monday on a red eye. I work work Tuesday, (laughs) Wednesday, yeah. and then Thursday through Sunday, I am taking four of my employees here and we're going to Baltimore on a outreach trip.
2: Awesome.
1: So so it's not just about like my passion is if I didn't have to worry about money, my passion is that I would just be doing this for, for nothing. Like go help people. Right. Um, So being able to instill like that thought process of giving back and bringing a crew down to Baltimore to do electrical work. Mm -hmm and paying them to go. Right. Cause it's yeah. the right, as a boss, I feel like that's the right thing to do, but yep. yeah, we're going to cruise down there with a couple of company trucks and go do some electrical work in Baltimore. So,
0: so cool. I think that's another secret of the, of the rainbow colored unicorn of the superpower. <laughs> honestly right? though, is, is that, that service mentality of honestly I would do it for free if money wasn't a thing. Yep. You know, cause I'm, I'm the same way and all of the best leaders are exactly that way. Like they're just built to serve just because I mean, giving is the best gift. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know, and honestly,
1: yeah, we need money. I mean, we can't say that we don't, but, um, I don't work to make money. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. th- this is something I enjoy doing. I enjoy coming into work. Uh, yep. Of course there's days, but you know, for sure, you know, the, the, our new statement that I came up with like in the last two weeks is when things have been really hectic. Yeah. I just walk out in the, in our little central area where, you know, everyone can see each other type of thing. And I'm like, we're blessed. We're blessed. Right. And it's absolutely, I I keep coming back to that. It's like, it's stressful as it is. It's like, let's just take a step back, take a breath and we're blessed.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I remember many times looking at the schedule going, man, this is getting nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know, my wife is similar to your wife, she runs a lot of our logistics stuff and uh so this your schedule is getting crazy, blah blah blah. And I said, <laughs> you know, I remember a time when the schedule was the also the problem, but it was the other way. Right. It was, yep. wow, you have no one to talk to and nothing <laughs> going on this week. Let's go, Desi. You know, right. fill up that thing up. And I'm like, so exactly. This is a blessing. This is a good mm-hmm. problem to have, Um, that type of deal. So obviously, that's all the good stuff. Let's start talking about we got 10 people on the team now. Anytime that there's people involved, there's challenges. So talk to me about what are some of the biggest challenges, obstacles that you guys face in terms of, you know, leadership and teamwork?
1: So um, probably the biggest, the biggest problem that I have is my brain works different than other people's brains. Mm -hmm. And so for me, especially in the trade, so for me to get out what I'm thinking to a spot where the guys are understanding what I'm talking about mm-hmm. can be a struggle. Okay. And then when it doesn't come across right and they don't comprehend it, I get frustrated gotcha. because it, yeah. it literally is one of those, one of those uh wedge points where I, I literally am like, how can you not understand this? I understand <laughs> it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. so, and so that's probably, honestly my biggest thing in it and it could be something simple too i can't think of a a specific example right now but it could be something simple and i just i feel like i'm portraying it well Mm -hmm. but it's not being received yeah and and then i get stuck and then my go-to is to ostrich at that point and be like well they're never going to get it so we're never going to visit this again i just have to do it you know yeah Right,
0: and that's absolutely the only option, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's that's the tough point. And then, but again, as you grow and putting the right people around you, mm-hmm. where I can have people as a sounding board, like, what the heck just happened in that meeting because yeah. none of it landed, and then I can talk to you know my office staff and be like, what do I what do I got to do? Like, what what mm-hmm. do I got to tweak to make this sink in? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably leadership starts at the top, right? So if yes, I'm not does. being if I'm not being a great leader, how can I expect my you know other electricians to lead the new guys that are coming in?
0: It's, yeah. 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 I just had, I just had one the other day. It was uh it was with a tree company, and they said uh, it was a foreman. And they said, you know, I keep explaining stuff, and then they don't do it how I explain it. Yep. And I th- and I, I told them I said, can I can I share a, a bit of truth with you? And they were like, yeah, they gotta fix this. And I said, well, you might not want to hear it, but here All it right. goes. And I said, um, if they're not doing it how you explained it, then you didn't explain it. Right. <laughs> because yep. the biggest problem with communication is the illusion that it has taken place. Right. <laughs> you yep. know, and which is like brutal and frustrating because, I mean, I just same same stuff here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll do it all the time to, you know, to, to my small team. And it's like, come on, you know, but from the owner operator perspective and in your case, also the master electrician and most experienced perspective, you're like, How do you not, like, I have all the plates. I've connected all of the dots in my head. I know all the pieces about everything. How can you not understand that in the five-minute conversation I just had with you?
1: Right. (laughs) It's like, oh,
0: well, there's about a million ways that that could be confused.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I've I've given you a highly detailed artistic drawing. And I know this is a podcast, so no one can see my drawing skills. But my cow has four sticks in a circle. Right? So.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And my coach used to, uh, my football coach, he'd be, you know, between plays, he'd be scribbling all over that whiteboard. You yep. look at that thing; it's just just a muddled mess. Yep. And you'd be like, "You got it?" And I'd be like, "Clear as mud, coach. Clear as mud." <laughs> yep. And then run on, and then run on the field. You know, yep. and you would give it your best, uh, that type of thing. So, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, I want to come back to something because you had mentioned it was four hundred and and how how many jobs? Like four fifty-ish, four hundred and fifty jobs. So we call that get stuff done, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which you know the 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 corporate term or whatever you want to call it would be productivity. Yep. So talk talk to us a little bit about you know what's your kind of productivity system. Like your, your plan, like, how do you ensure that you and your team get 450 or, and I'm guessing the goal is probably 500 plus this year, right? Like, how do you make that happen and make sure that the people are in the right places doing the right thing and doing it the right way? Because I'm assuming throughout this five years, you've created a, this is the Lakes Electric way. This Mm -hmm. is how we do this, right? Which started how you do it. Now it's how Mm -hmm. Lakes Electric does it. So, talk to us a little bit about that. So,
1: our process here, um, yeah, I, I, as as everything, it's evolved over time. But uh, here, <laughs> let's go back to Rainbow Unicorn. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. A lot of it is on my shoulders. But so here's the thing: like our process, if someone um, someone calls in, we have someone on staff that their number one goal or not goal, their number one task, regardless of what they're doing, unless they're in the restroom, is to answer that phone. Okay, yeah. When it comes to contractors, that is not something that a lot of contractors do. Right? Okay, So yeah. that's something that we set in place. Um, so how, how we get those jobs is what I'm getting at. Once we answer the phone, a live person answers the phone and they get to talk to someone, we're 50% of the way there and we haven't even done anything.
0: Yeah. Right. You're saying compared to other people in the industry? Compared to other people. Having a real human answer that phone and be ready to go. Yep. Okay. Love and it. Then, and then, so we have project folders. Um,
1: every job gets a project folder, and every job, there's a sheet in that project folder that lays out every step of what we have to do. It's a simple okay. checklist, what yeah. I consider a simple checklist. And we go through that checklist with every client, regardless of whether it's, you know, someone's switch isn't working Mm -hmm. or we're doing a new ground-up build of a childcare facility. Like, it all starts with that project folder and that checklist. Um, Nice. And you created
0: that checklist?
1: Yeah. Yep. Nice. And then as as we went through and I brought different people in, we tweaked Mm -hmm. it. Like, that's a very key part to my business, I believe, is that I am flexible. I may Mm -hmm. not be as flexible as some people think, but I feel like I'm flexible. Like <laughs> I'm willing, I'm willing to listen to stuff, and I'm not going to be like. It, and I mean, it's got to be true because they come to me with ideas all the time. Oh but yeah, yep. You, you know, they came to me with a couple of ideas, shot it down, and now they don't say anything. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, so that's something that we produced over time, and then it's all about communication, right? Mm-hmm. So especially with the homeowner stuff, uh, we may we may set up a day for me to go look at the project. Uh, we give them a one-hour window, unlike Comcast that gives you a seven-hour window. We'll be there sometime yeah. between, you know, 3 and 10 p.m. Yeah. Um
0: Between and, the days of uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? we'll be there on a Tuesday right? between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m.
1: Yep. So then when I go look at a project to uh, give them an estimate, I come in in that one-hour window. Now we're okay. 75% of the way there. Yeah. Without yep. just... Coming to the door at that yeah. point. Now all I gotta do is turn on my Casey charm and we're there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, well, ultimately, you know, I mean, pricing is fair and all that good. That's why we get projects. Yeah. We're just because I believe that we're, you know, one of the better electrical contractors in Livingston County mm-hmm. doesn't mean I go out there and gouge people either. Like right. I, I have a moral compass and you know, I mm-hmm. don't want to be that guy. There are there are other companies that, if they hit ten percent of the projects I look at, it's good enough because they're making so much money on those projects. That's yeah, that's not
0: well. That's, you know, not, I think I, I think uh, I here mean, what I'm hearing is a couple of things. I mean, one is you've taken this super complex business industry and simplified it, mm-hmm. of like somebody's mm-hmm. gonna answer the phone. You're gonna make a folder that has a checklist. Right. And then yep. you're going to just put it on my list that we're going to show up within an hour window, you know, and once we do all of that, like, that's all value. Yep. Like you're adding value every step of the way there to ensure the customer's taken care of. Well, like that's worth money.
1: Yep. All and of then those on,
0: things are worth money.
1: And then on the back end, at the bottom of that checklist sheet, you know, we invoice. Mm-hmm. So we check off invoice. Then we check off got paid. Yep. And then we check off send out thank you card. Mm. Right. So after we get paid for something, we send out a postcard. And on that postcard, it's got a QR code for Facebook and a QR code for Google. Yep. Will give us a review. Love so it. then it just keeps it just keeps feeding.
0: Yep. Keeps turning around. Um, there's uh as soon as you start talking about checklists, there's a book. I can't remember who wrote it, but it's called the checklist manifesto. Okay. And it is literally all about checklists. And it started um, in the medical field, and they instituted checklists for the first time and saved like 70 something percent more patients because of malpractice issues. Yeah. like hey i forgot a, a sponge inside a body <laughs> yep. or whatever oh so now we count them and someone checks off that we counted yep. them well right? that's the thing right
1: it, it, Checklists bring in accountability oh absolutely right so if mm-hmm. something does get missed it's not a you know what the heck were you thinking it's mm-hmm. hey you forgot to do this how can we do different in the future like yeah did we miss this because it's not a logical step in our checklist? Do we need mm-hmm. to tweak something, or were yeah. you just moving so quick that you forgot to do it? What, yeah, learning, right? Yeah, it doesn't. So, a so down hard moment.
0: Let's dive because I, I love the accountability piece. Let's dive into that for a minute. You know, how is how do you go about? You know, setting the expectation. And holding the accountability piece of, you know, the quality of work, the quality of customer service, all of that. Like, what's your checks and balances there to make sure that that's done well? Because you have what you said, eight, eight service techs who are out yep. in the field, mm-hmm. you know, outward facing, talking to customers. Yep. The talk, Walk us through that just for a minute.
1: Well, seen to somewhere on the topic, checklists, my field techs have checklists. Okay. It, it literally has all these different items that they have to check off when they do a project. And at the end of that project, on the back side, there is a place for the homeowner to sign that they've walked them through everything, that they mm-hmm. made sure that the customer's happy before we leave. Like, don't just leave a project, make sure you walk through, discuss everything you did so that that gives that person an opportunity to either say, yep, this is great, or actually, no, we missed something, or that doesn't look quite right, because that prevents the callback. We're already there. Mm, yeah. Just take care of it while we're there. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that we do is we take pictures of projects. So if someone does call back like five weeks down the road or whatever and says, mm-hmm. hey, this wasn't done, or this wasn't done right, or we missed something, we can go back into our, our portfolio pictures And say, well, actually, it looks like according to this that everything was good, and you signed off on the checklist. Like, what happened between now and that? You know that. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that, and it all goes back. And there's, uh, regardless of whether it's my lead electrician or a helper, Mm -hmm. there is a spot to check it, and then there's a spot for initials. So there's accountability there. If something isn't done, I can go to that checklist sheet and say. According to this, you checked all the outlets in the house. I just got a phone call and yeah. there's an outlet that isn't working. Yeah, you signed off on this. What's going on?
0: Yeah, so, I love it. Yeah, because so, what the, that's I just this, this checklist piece is just it's it's the kiss method which I love. Yeah. I mean, I come in all the time. We're like, we've got, you know, Microsoft Planner and the workflow and the technology. and It's great. You use it. Well, yeah, kind of, sort of, maybe every yep. now and then it's like, yeah, we have a piece of paper that they check off and put an initial by. Yep. And the cool thing is it's, a, it's an impersonal system. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's never meant to attack a human. Nope. It's meant to make sure that the customer is taken care of well. Correct right and, and yep. so that's the point so it, it's not even like ah, i got you bob there's your there's your initials it's yeah. hey the customer called back something wasn't taken care of our goal is to take care of the customer you know what what happened here and how can we do better next time yep. right or how can we get it fixed for the customer so i just love that piece and using you know the simplicity of it because yeah. hey you know electrical work is hard enough life Mm -hmm. is hard enough work is we have enough things going on in our lives that you know did i check it off and initial it i can do that like that's doable right versus is the technology working is this is that is type of deal so man that's so powerful and it's the moment that all of us need
1: right it's it is the infamous like i tell the guys take a breath go back through the whole job and make sure that everything's good when you're done yeah it it seems like an eternity to do that. And in reality, it's like five minutes. Yeah. right. And, and on top of that, you're an hourly employee. Guess what? I'm paying you to make sure that everything. Is gotcha. Done yeah.
0: So I was going to go, I was going to go to that actually. So I'm glad you said that. So you've, one of the expectations that you've set is like, we're not just churning them out. Yep. Like we're doing it well. You're an hourly employee. Look, if I need another employee to improve more jobs or get more, like we'll do that. But this is important. Yep. Right. If I put it on the checklist, I we deem it as important. Mm -hmm. Therefore, take the time to do it. Yep. Right. Perfect. And it's like, what do I'm not sure what to do? Look down. Right. right? And it's it's just so it's so um. Innovative, you know. when Looks simple. It, but it's you know it's it's like a dichotomy. It's innovative nowadays, right? Because <laughs> people think they need 17 softwares. Yep. To do the thing, and it's like, nope, you can do it with a nice checklist, right? Yeah. Now well, you can I, make that checklist as fancy as you want, or you can make it a piece of paper that's rolling through it, and I, and I just I just love it. Yep. Um, so one of my favorite questions, I call cool. it the the how not to. Masterclass. Oh, so if you were to teach like a YouTube masterclass on, hey, hey, everyone, here's how not to blank. Right. So, hey, for me, it's like, hey, everyone, here's how not to be incredibly direct and challenging to your team. I could, I could teach that masterclass every day of the week. Right. Cause I'm a, a dominant personality. I'm straight to the point. I'm going to point out the 17 problems before I say, hey, good job type Mm -hmm. of a deal so um (laughs) this is always the the best segment what is your how not to masterclass that you have perfected throughout (laughs) your career
1: um i don't know if i'm understanding the question correctly are you saying like something i'm not doing well at
0: yeah so if you were to teach someone how to not do something
1: so especially in the trade industry employee retention is difficult
2: mm-hmm.
1: finding employees is difficult mm-hmm. what I don't do well is um like how not to <laughs> how <laughs> not to grow your business effectively right like hanging on to people just because they work mm, yeah as opposed to they're the right fit for the company mm, and that's so good that's yeah like a constant struggle of like I understand I'm really only getting 40% out of this guy, Yeah, but it's 40% more than I'm getting out of nothing.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And just hanging on to that. And then later on down the road, finding out that that individual is not only not producing, Mm -hmm. they were a cancer. Yeah. And if I would have just nipped that in the bud and been like, you know what? It's better to cut my losses and to maybe irritate some of my, uh, contractors or builders or homeowners that mm-hmm. say, I have to push your project off a little bit because I had to thin the herd, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Right. Like they're so much more forgiving than if I give them someone that is not going to give a good product. And so yeah. that has been probably my, it, and it's part of my nature too, right? I'm, I, to a certain degree, I have a hard time separating personal and business. Yeah. Where for sure. I take, I take, you know, I want this guy to, retire with me. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason why, because I have a personal interest in how they're going to, you know, pan out in life. Right. Yep. Yeah. And when I, when I get rid of someone, I feel like I've just ruined them. Yeah. But that's not for me to do. Right. You know, go land somewhere. It's
0: not. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I always look at it as like, I'm actually helping them. Right. By launching them. Yeah, right. Because maybe this tough thing they're gonna go through because I launched them is gonna be the thing that turns them around. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's but, been
1: people that I got rid of. You know, and I said, I uh, I'm brutally honest. Like with the premise or whatever, there's been a couple that I said I don't think electricals for you. Mm-hmm. And then there's been others that I've said, I think you can excel at electrical, but you need to go to a company where you can blend in for a little bit because this size company I have. I have high standards and I need you know a certain amount of production. Yeah. so yep. um, so yeah, but that that's really tough for me because of my philosophy of hiring someone to retire mm-hmm. and then having to get rid of them.
2: yeah and, and I, think, I, mean, I
1: think part of that could be a self-reflection, right like to a certain degree, I hired this individual, mm-hmm. I failed because yeah. I didn't pick up on certain things. Yeah, and and so some of that's just getting over your own doggone ego, which is difficult when you're a rainbow unicorn.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> I mean, I guarantee you, nine out of ten people listening to this are either in that exact situation right now, or were not too long ago, or are about to be in a month or two. Right, I can guarantee it. Every leader that I have ever worked with has, has said that same exact thing. In the second that you launch them out, right, you fire them, whatever you want to call it. Yep. I mean, it's like a standing ovation from the rest of the team, and you're like, "Really? It was that bad? Okay, yeah. right? And, oh, maybe yep. I should have done that six months ago, or a right. month ago, or, or or whatever it is, you know." But I, I guess how do how do you how have you come to terms with you know I can we're better off with less in that scenario. Ah. Uh.
1: Trial and error, honestly. Just like, doing it, just doing it yeah. wrong
0: enough times it yep. has been like it. Just it's better. It's just it, it, the, it the standard Every, of the company, the mission of the company, all of it. The customers, okay.
1: And and then it's literally like having. How do you pull up that refresher when you have to do it again and understand how great it was for yeah. the company as a whole when yeah. you actually did it? Yeah. And then when you're thrown into it again, that doesn't come back to your mindset right away. Mm-hmm. you still you know you're still get caught in that spot you have to remove yourself from it a little bit step back and be like you've done this before and it's worked out every time yeah yeah so
0: learn from learn from past mistakes because yep. especially as an owner operator those past mistakes were painful and they probably cost money
1: so <laughs> a little a little tweak on that verbiage yeah i don't i call them past experiences Mistake mistakes is too negative, right? Love it. Yeah. Like if there's a, if there's a problem, there's an opportunity. If -hmm. there's a mistake, it's an experience,
0: right? Yeah. It's only a failure if you didn't learn something, right? Correct. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great little tweak. It's always about the words. It's always about the words. So good. Um, what's one thing that you're currently studying, learning, listening to reading type of type of a deal? Always, that's all, always one of my favorite questions.
1: So it's probably the learning, I guess, learning for me is not about books. I am mm-hmm. not a big book guy. Um, another thing you can't see because it's a podcast is, uh, you know, I'm very ADD. So reading a book, I literally can get through a paragraph. And I have to read it again because I have no idea what I just read. Yep. Right. I'm very so, similar. So my, my learning experiences, honestly, are stuff like this, mm-hmm. networking, mm-hmm. like just bouncing st- stuff off of people that have been through it or, oh, yeah, or even people that are getting into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they can, they can bring things to the table that you had never thought about. So my my learning is, I guess, honestly, just being cognitive of what's going on around me and picking yeah. up nuggets and sifting through those things and figuring out this is applicable to Lakes Electric, mm-hmm. you know, and and how we can do that. So I don't, I don't necessarily have certain um, seminars or uh, things that I I specifically sign up for, um, but it's more about just every just being in tune every day. Like, yeah. Observing. Yeah. Yep. yep. And, 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 and the conversing and gleaning,
0: conversation.
1: Yeah. Gleaning from my staff. Like I said, surround yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Like you're just doing yourself a disservice. If you get people that are just followers, mm-hmm. I want people that think for themselves, but at the same time, they're not going to go rogue. Yeah. You know, there's that fine line there, but man, having the right support people is the world.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so this has been an awesome conversation. So Mm -hmm. many great nuggets, checklists and unicorns using the kiss (laughs) method. So good. Um, One last piece here that I always like to kind of leave with is what advice do you have? for a new leader what advice do you have for the you 3 years ago who just ha- just now has a little team they got 3 to 10 people now you know the, it's you 2 years ago what advice do you have for that person who was the one or one man one woman shop that is now starting to lead a team and do something a little bigger than they can handle
1: don't do it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. Don't, don't go, do it. Unless, a, unless a you're a rainbow colored unicorn. Right. Go see a
1: therapist. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh honest, it, it really is. Um, at least for me, one of the biggest things that I feel has helped us get to where we are as far as like numbers and mm-hmm. part of that vision is doing it in segments. You know, okay. when I, when I hire someone, I try not to hire a whole bunch at a time.
2: Okay, right? It's yeah. like
1: one or two people. Make sure they fit. Mm-hmm. Get through your ninety days, your your six month, mm-hmm. and then if they're a fit, now you can move, right? And if gotcha. they're not, if they're not, you can move. Yeah, like get rid of them and replacing them. And you know, what I think I think that's the biggest thing. Like you can have a vision, but I won't necessarily put a timetable on it timetables are okay but they don't have because that can come with either great success or great failure Mm -hmm. and as a leader as a business owner if you don't hit that milestone at a certain date you're going to feel like you did not do it right and what do i got to do different like just it's okay to have the goal maybe maybe not necessarily for bigger broader things not to have Mm -hmm. a concrete date that you need something done by yeah those are probably the two biggest things for me
0: the 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 love it. the the realistic like mm-hmm. um growth you know that is small a little bit at a time right yep. you know a lot of a lot of a lot of little bites get you to a big chunk yep. over time and and not necessarily saying you know we're gonna be at 10 million in two years mm-hmm. right like like get there when it's time to get there.
1: Yep, You know, because then at that point, you're just striving to fill holes as opposed to striving to build the business correctly. Mm -hmm. If I can put my fingerprint on every employee, we're going to succeed. Yeah. Right. If I'm just hiring people in and I'm pushing them off to the side Mm -hmm. and I'm expecting them to do a certain thing and they have no direction from me whatsoever. Yeah. It's going to fail. Yeah. I currently have uh, a person right now that I hired in January and she does admin and she's also doing our warehouse. When I hired her on, she started here like two weeks. I went on vacation for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so my other ad, she doesn't, she doesn't know the warehouse and parts and all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just had a, um, my wife was really great at HR. Mm -hmm. Like she can, she can make someone feel great that they just got fired. Like she can make them feel like they got a raise and got fired at the same time. You know? yeah,, yeah, so so she had this conversation, put it down beautifully, had her sign a two week commitment to like step her game up. Mm-hmm. But on the back end, you know what I did? I apologized, and I said, I feel like I did not bring you into a situation that you could succeed. Mm-hmm. And part of this two week correction plan, It's my two-week correction plan, too, where I'm not going to leave you stranded. So, you know, if I just bring people in and out and don't get that fingerprint on them, it's not going to work.
0: Mm -hmm. Love it. Very good. Casey, let everyone know, where can they find Lakes Electric? On the socials and the website, that kind of thing. Everywhere.
1: Uh, we are, uh, so, uh, our website is, uh, Lakes Electric MI, which is short for Michigan.com. Okay. Um, Lakes Electric, uh, Facebook, just at Lakes Electric. Um, and then same thing with, uh, Instagram. And I think, I think those are the only platforms that we're on, but, uh, but yeah. Very come, good. come find us out. And, uh, Very
0: good. Well, if you got, pictures, you know, electrical, yeah. if you got electrical issues, give them a call. They do amazing work and they also do generators too. Right. We, we, le- we learned that yesterday.
1: <laughs> and EV uh, chargers by your electric vehicle. I love to put a charger
0: in. There you go. Well, Casey, wow. thanks a lot for coming on today. Appreciate you. Appreciate the honesty, the transparency <laughs> and, uh, you know, looking forward to, to getting to know you better and probably having you on here again to talk more rainbows and unicorns.
1: Right. Well, thanks for making it easy. Absolutely. Thanks, Casey. Have a great day. Yep.